I just hope the people are ready for this one. Snap mad about bars. You know, a lot of people ask us, how is CDOT funded and where do you get your money from? The simple answer? One girl tried set me up, I think I'm too nice, so I rejected. Got down the Insta Batman in real life, I was following before I got requested. Try call me an eject kid, but they still wanna know who this idiot is. They hate the police for like 10 plus years, then this week turn into detectives. I can't respect it, gang being hectic. Yo, shank him, twist it, lift him, then it got ejected. Tell a man go again, so it's effective. I don't care who your president is, put O's in your bummer like you're re-elected. Then girl won't get me erected in the back of a throat like she being tested, boy. When my dad got shot, none of his boys went round there heavy I can't get them, they're way too grown So I got their sons, can't way too petty This whack like Jin and Hayachi, bro The kickback was way too techie You better leave this bar alone if I leave home, everything messy Bro, just cut this off a new map But this one don't come with no IOS Even recognise his pagan's face They'll get swiped up like his iPhone X My ups are acting like Dora They only explore, their match don't hurt And I don't wanna hear swiping or swiping You still get rubbed, brother, that don't work These times my G got rough for his patch I'm done with the back, cause his ass don't now all the bridges are all the confessions I turn into usher and let that burn Rip on Friday, let that earn Now we're going to make that turn Everything nasty, everything Everything, ah, ah, ah like Sims and none of my pagans are making it out Them boy there got ching last week Word and roll is still taking it out No need to get that bad in this band though One free head, he get left with no hair Man don't panic, Juju and vanish it That's why I'm everywhere, I'm still nowhere
you listening to the mix sound white, are they not west? No, they be the beast, I'm white, can test me, I don't look at any block, but they know me up next, I want them boy, them alone, they got them chest. But them I run from water, tell them going out the bed. Fit me, Tom, they mean head, but wall up. When we need some evidence, but sick head, cause you need some medicine for it.
nah, benefit from me. You have to leave this alone. This. You have to leave this alone. You have to end up dead. Shut down and rob 95 people and four people to me. You know that, man. Yo, I'm one day. Straight.
So calm down, I think you better Don't try acting clever, I don't respond to pressure Don't try giving me a lecture, you don't get me, I don't get ya So don't tell me that I vex ya, just stay out of my sector So calm down, I think you better Don't try acting clever, I don't respond to pressure Don't try giving me a lecture, you don't get me, I don't get ya So don't tell me that I vex ya, just stay out of my sector
Grinding, everyday questing, striving Everyone flexing, blinded No rest for the wicked-minded Everyone chasing lifestyle More time, I'm on survival Time spent living these movements They looking at us like rivals They got us moving in silence Living in the dark of the shadows Media selling us violence No wonder all of us parole These times, man, are living in the matrix Everyone trying to work angles But all of us under surveillance I've seen angels hung from the gallows Life becomes death Death becomes life From our first breath, truths become lies Lies become reality, simulation is the vision Faithful follow blindly, fact or fiction, it was written Life becomes death, death becomes life From our first breath, truths become lies Lies become reality, simulation is the vision Faithful follow blindly, fact or fiction, it was written Yeah! Prodigy, scapegoat, probably born on a payroll Living at one with a fable, biometric card on the table Constant deflection, honesty, deception Walking in all the directions, forced to conform in your section Enforcing our loyalty, assuming unwanted intentions And talk of elections, but war on us former connections We're out here causing our progress, but one that devoid of protection Is it all power, is it all greed, convinces rules we need to succeed Can't we just live, can't we just be, they want us to pay for the air that we breathe comes death Death becomes life From our first breath Truths become lies Lies become reality Simulation is the vision Faithful follow blindly Fact or fiction it was written Life becomes death Death becomes life From our first breath Truths become lies Lies become reality Simulation is the vision Faithful follow blindly Fact or fiction it was written
What's up, everybody? This is Jonathan Ross with Mystic State here. Uh, how you doing, man? I'm doing very well, mate. How are you? Good, good, good. So, um, how's your day been going? It's been all right, yeah. Been making a few beats, did a little bit of work. Pretty much nice. been, uh, yeah, non-stop beats at the moment. I'm trying to get ready for festival season and clubs opening back up and all this and that. Okay. What, uh, what shows you got coming up? So we've got a pretty pretty good bunch of festivals for the summer. We've got um, Shambhala over in um, BC, Canada. Oh, nice. And then straight after that, we're going to Outlook Origins, which is um, over there in Croatia. Yeah. You, you guys then- being so close to Canada, are you guys planning on doing a uh, like a US run or anything like that? Yeah, so I'm currently based in Canada. There's two of us. I'm based in Canada, Calgary at the moment, and my partner Mike is still based in Bristol. Um, so he's going to come over before Sham, and he's going to do a run of shows. I think he's doing Detroit, Denver, and Arizona mm-hmm. for the June Jam Festival, and then he's going to meet me over in Canada, and then we're going to do Sham, and then we do Outlook, and then Boomtown. So it's honestly thinking about it is busy uh, schedule. Yeah, it's kind of giving me anxiety even talking about <laughs> <laughs> It's so busy. But looking forward to it nonetheless. And we've got a bunch of good stuff, uh, you know, that's kind of dying to get played out. So so uh, how did you and um, how did you and Mike meet? Uh, we met in school, actually. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we've been um, we've been best mates since we were about, uh, I don't know, maybe 12. Um, so, so is he from Canada, uh, Canada also, or are you from... Uh, no, we're, we're both from the UK. Um, we both from around the Bristol area. So, yeah, we met when we were around 12, and we're, we're 27 now. Um, so I moved here about three years ago, just for, okay. a, just for a break from UK, really. But, um, yeah, heading back pretty soon here, so... <laughs> How do you like it so far? I love it. I just love hiking, love the mountains. Um you know, it's it's a good place to be, but I do I do miss the UK nightlife. Yeah, I'm sure say. the scene out there is, is, is something. Bro, honestly, it got hit so hard. What with obviously COVID and stuff like that, but there yeah. just isn't isn't as booming of a scene here um, as there has ever been in in Bristol, kind of thing. So mm-hmm. that's the one thing I am really looking forward to is being able to get back and and kind of do some more regular shows because we've only got about two clubs in downtown Calgary here. Are so, things starting to open back up over there? They are. Yeah, there's a couple of good nights that have been going on. Um, we've got like Pull Up here, which just had Sam Binger down. Um, and we've got um, like the Sub Chakra guys are doing some good stuff here. But that's mm. pretty much all we've got in Calgary. <laughs> so, hey, hey, it's better than nothing, though. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what's the uh, story behind Mystic State? So we obviously we met when we were very young and we were always super into music and Mike was always showing me um, bits and pieces of drum and bass and stuff like that when we were growing up and I really really got into it we started uh, well I managed to get a pair of turntables from a club that was shutting down um, you know close to my home 
they were giving away a pair of Technic um, 1200s for about 200 quid, which was a Oh, bargain. nice. So you wanted to own vinyl. Yeah. So I picked those up when I was, I think I was 13. So I picked those up. We started mixing on vinyl and kind of just doing, mixing jump up and rowdy dubstep and stuff. <laughs> You know, stuff like that, just just kind of testing the waters. And then when we left school, when we were when we were younger, you could leave school when you were 16 in the UK. Oh, wow. So we left school. We went directly to college to do a music technology course. Um, we were actually in separate classes, but because we were spending so much time together, we were kind of trying out production techniques after mm-hmm. college when we got home and stuff. I think when we were about 18, I want to say, we started making music together. Um, and kind of came up with the prospect of, of making a full kind of project out of this. And yeah, got, got the name. We just needed the music, you know? <laughs> so so yeah. when you guys both go into music school, uh, you guys both have degrees in music? Yeah, so um, I did four years. Mike stayed on for about seven, I think, because he did a further oh, wow. course. Um, so yeah, I left after, I think I left after three or four years. Um, so I felt like I'd kind of, I've kind of covered everything with regards to that. And I just really wanted to focus on production as opposed to the more um, kind of written aspects of Mm -hmm. uh, the music course. So I kind of just, I I kind of dropped out of college um, after the the end of my final year um, and then just stayed at home in the stew. (laughs) What what area of music were you studying? Uh, It was music technology. So you essentially had the, um, there was a lot of electronic elements in it, but, a lot of the course was geared towards, um, you know, how things work sonically. Um, mm-hmm. There was, it was very, very much. Um, we started off on Logic uh, Nine at the time, so it was basically a run through of that. And then towards the end of the course, Ableton Nine came out, so we switched to that. And we were just essentially learning about plugins. We were learning uh, music theory um and stuff like that so it was honestly a, a dope course so big up to uh, bath college every time nice <laughs> yeah so seeing as you actually went to school for music and, and whatnot and you actually like to learn on, on this stuff is there any kind of good books or anything that you you know possibly recommend to people that want to get into stuff like that you know what i i was always more um you know i would try things over and over again until i kind of picked up a way that worked for me but very recently, my my homie over here in Calgary showed me this book that is essentially uh, mixing, mastering, um, essentially like a handbook for okay. all things audio. And it's kind of written, I can't remember the author's name. I'll look it up. But, um, you know, it's written by this dude that's worked at Abbey Road for like, you know, 20, 30 years doing mixing there. Hmm. And I found that really helped because I was kind of getting the perspective of, instead of just someone that makes dance music or makes, you know, bass music or whatever you want to call it, it was kind of a perspective of a person that was mixing for mainstream audiences. Yeah. So I found some of the tips in there to be super helpful. But apart from that, there weren't, there were, I used to use production tutorials on YouTube, man. Honestly, like I would find a producer that I loved. Like there was, there's a great Rockwell one. Um, the best one I found is, uh, the, is on Mr. Bill Tunes on his website. Uh, oh, Mr. I haven't seen that. Yeah, so Mr. Bill actually does a full breakdown of like he'll start from like showing you everything of the whole plug, like the whole DAW, you know, completely yeah. from scratch because he's showing you how to make everything from scratch without really having to use samples and stuff like that. And he's breaking down everything, and then also breaks down all the instruments, all the audio effects, everything to like to a T. And it's 
it's nice. I, it's I wish I'd known detailed. about that. I could have saved a lot of money on school. <laughs> but I, I do remember though, like there was, like I said, there was this Rockwell one that came out because the, the, the problem I was having was like, I had all these, you know, teachers and stuff telling me different segments of music. And we actually mm -hmm. ended up, because I had a particular sound that I wanted to make, but I felt like they were trying to get as good they at wanted, everything. They wanted a certain sound. Yeah, they were trying to get as good or have a basic knowledge of everything. And I really wanted to hone in on like one type of sound, which at the time was, you know, kind of minimal drum and bass. Mm -hmm. So I found these these two production tutorials um, from, I think, 2009 or something like that. It was There was an Alex Perez one. Um and there was a Rockwell one and I've always loved Rockwell's like percussion and the way he liked his arrangements and stuff. And that really, really helped me kind of level up. Like I, I watched that video about 500 times and it's like deconstructing. <laughs> Until it stuck. Yeah, no, straight up. Like I was like, it, he was deconstructing a track that had already been made, which I felt was super helpful. It's a track called Aria, um, which is a super techie, like intricate, you know, percussion heavy track. And he broke it down literally percussion hit by percussion hit, talked about his arrangement, how he processes things. And I was like, you know what? This is honestly more helpful than, than the years of school that I did in a way, you know? Yeah. And there's a lot of like really good videos out nowadays. They got, you know, the point blank ones. They got yeah. Bass Gorilla. Um, Bass yes. Gorilla is yeah. really good. Um, and then um, – I know there's they now have stuff on like splice if I'm not mistaken. Mr. Bill has his contasm, and then yeah. also um, the uh, education in bass as well. So. Dude, yeah, they're, they're great. I mean, there were so many on even on there back back in my day when I was still kind of getting my getting my bearings with regards to it. The one thing I did find though was that if I was kind of following a certain artist, then I kind of was falling into that trap of just sounding like somebody else in a yeah. way. So it was, it is, you kind of got to walk that tightrope of like, yeah, I admire this person. I like what they do, but then you can't pinch too much of it. Otherwise this is, you know, but in a example, way it helps, you know, cause yeah. you know, it's that sound that you like that got you into it and, to, to learn how to do it, you got to kind of learn to copy it in a sense. Exactly. You just make it your own. You have to you learn exactly. It. Yeah. You've got to make it your own because this is how you end up with, I mean, I think three or four years ago in the DMB scene, I did notice that there were, every track sounded the same, bro. Like, it was, <laughs> it was it, and it almost, I know that that's yeah. such, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's such like a generic thing to say, but I was listening to like, you know, I would go through promos or something like that. And I'd be like, holy shit. Like I can't, I can't pick out this one tune from 500 others kind of thing. And yeah. Was, you go down the whole album and they all just kind of sound yeah, the same. Yeah. Straight up. And it, 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 it was, you know, it was a real dark time actually. <laughs> <laughs> But I feel I feel very um, hopeful about the scene in in dubstep as well at the moment because there is so much experimentation with regards to 140 and it definitely and, is, dude. It's crazy. Like I mean, it's such a strong genre at the moment that it's. Um, yeah. I feel like we're peaking right now, to be honest. Oh, this is the golden years, like straight up. Like I mean, we'll look back in in five six years time and and look at artists like you know, like Gloom and Fossa and people like that mm -hmm. that really 
you know, kind of, I, I feel like essentially in a way. And they're doing uh, a lot more electronic stuff now too. So yeah. And it's, you know, down tempo influence, like people like Samba and, uh, you know, we really admire because there's kind of like a, it feels like they have a lot more room to experiment than at mm -hmm. like faster tempos. And that's always been something that I'm like super interested. And Mike as well is super interested in that. Yeah. You know? A lot of artists are kind of break, are like breaking, breaking the barriers of the genre, which is really nice. And it's, it's helping a lot yeah. of other people like, for instance, people in America, which are more into the mid rangey stuff and it's right in your face, you know, yeah. they're getting into a lot of the deep stuff now too, because it, it's it so yeah. intricate and there's so many different ways you can take it besides just throwing just straight bass all in your face. Like there's a lot yeah, of exactly. you guys' songs that are you know, like very melodic or, you know, very uh, like Middle Eastern and, you know, you yeah. guys change up the vibes a lot in your, in your tunes. None of the songs really sound the same. That's right. Yeah. And it's good to see, actually, that some of these like Eastern flavors are kind of they've resonated in the States a lot. Actually, I've noticed that people are really getting into 140 music that has like world influence and stuff mm -hmm. like that. You know, like obviously it's always kind of been the case. What with the percussion and stuff is very much like, you know, typically, I don't know, Eastern, maybe you would say or, or something like that. But now there is pulling from every single culture and it makes it sound so beautiful and like so rich and it goes down so well in the States. And I'm just it glad that this, that this is catching on kind of thing. I really, I'm really happy that this is happening. Especially in the festival scene too. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Like that's, I mean, Sean, I've never been, but um, I mean, there's su such a diverse lineup there. And there's a lot of dubstep artists on, but I know that no set is going to be the same. There's going to be so many different flavors. And oh, looking yeah. forward, dude, people have been locked away in the studio for like three years at this point. So I'm looking forward to seeing <laughs> everybody's just been stacking up music. Bro, yeah, just losing their minds and like just just trying anything, you know. So I'm excited to see like what new flavors I hear this year. So with being, you know, trapped in the studio for COVID and, and everything, do you guys have any upcoming releases or anything that you can talk about? Yeah, so um, I'm pretty sure I can I can probably talk about all of them. Um, we've got at some point, I think probably towards the end of this year, we're going to have uh, we've we've just signed an EP with uh, Deep Dark and Dangerous, which oh, is nice. Congratulations, man! Thank you. Yeah, um, it, to be honest, it's it's something that we are super super proud of in terms of like quality of the release and. You know, it, 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 we were working on it for a really long time in comparison to like other stuff that we work worked on. So it's all wrapped. It's been mastered. We don't know when it's going to come out, but it will eventually. <laughs> it's, bro, it's the vinyl process, which is 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 kind of making me reluctant to say a date because sometimes it takes two years to get a record press nowadays. Yeah, so. right now I've, I've heard the prices are outrageous for pressing. So oh, it's, it's a nightmare. Yeah, it's a nightmare. So we'll see. I think it'll probably be in about a year. So maybe this time next year we'll have the, the Deep Dark Dangerous EP out. We've also got in September, we've got our third EP for article music. Um, okay. That's also on more of a drum and bass no, so this is going to be all 140 as well. Oh, so, nice. um, yeah, so uh, yeah, our third article um, EP, and it's got um, Pavan on uh, vocals. And then we've got um, a feature from uh, Jack Flynn Oakley as well, who also collaborated with us on the last article EP. Mm -hmm. um, and then we'll 
Uh, on top of that, we're just doing stuff for Shakara Project, which is my little label, and we're working on our second album as well. So we've been trying to be busy, man, like as much as possible and kind of chip away at stuff. <laughs> so speaking of uh, the label, the Shakara Project, uh, so tell us a little about that. So about, about it was mid-2017, um, I was kind of getting to the point where I was realizing that we were making stuff that was sitting in kind of a pocket that didn't really fit with any label that I knew. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause we kind of drifted from more darker dance floor stuff to stuff that was a little bit more for like armchair listening. Um, so I thought, you know, I'll start a little, I, I knew a couple of guys that were really doing, uh, you know, consistently good work with regards to the same kind of music I was making and Mike was making. So I decided to start a little platform and it was initially supposed to be just for us, um, a guy called Elias and a guy called Third Degree. So the first two or three releases are just by us three, you know, artists. Yeah. And that was how I, that was how I wanted it to stay. Really, I wanted it to just more be of for a collective. Us. Yeah, and I just wanted to have that close roster because you know we were really close friends as well. But then as kind of time went on, um, I mean, you know people went their separate ways with regards to what they wanted to make. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the guys kind of stopped making music altogether. Um, and the other one kind of veered more towards like R and B hip hop stuff. Um, so we kind of had the idea or I kind of had the idea, I guess, of just like running it as a full label and just seeing if anyone would send us any demos or anything like that. And we've been lucky enough to have like some amazing people on the label so far, you know, we've had Pugilist, Conji, fiend um we've we, i mean i could go on but all and it's all people that i really like and really respect as as human beings and artists so i feel like we've built something really healthy here yeah um, you guys been doing some really nice stuff with the label too and i, I really like all the artwork also yeah yeah so we, we're trying to stick with kind of a you know a formula i guess with regards to the art although i'm trying to reach out to more artists that I know in person and seeing if they will contribute art towards the releases and stuff like that. So I just want to keep it as homegrown as possible and just work with people that I know. Kind of support um, small businesses. Yeah, exactly. Bro, exactly. Like I want to just keep it as like a little family and, you know, it's, it's, it's been a great experience so far. Like I've, I feel like we haven't even had one week release and, you know, initially I wanted to keep it as just like two or three releases per year. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, we were sent so much um over the last year that i've i mean we're we're packed out now until the end of the year so we've got a release every month so it's coming nice but it's a bit more consistent now which i mean i'm doing the whole thing on my own so it's like you know it's it's whatever it's kind of it's a lot of work but i feel (laughs) like it's worth it you know like and we've got a a really good album coming up from brainwork which he's absolutely smashed is so good and we've and got this is the the second uh ep he's done with you guys right yeah so he's worked with us a ton and you know thankfully he keeps coming back kind of thing and so you know he's one of the more core members i would say whereas uh-huh. you know some people i don't i never want to tie anyone down to a contract or anything like that it's like you know if you want to send stuff you can um if we make any money you know there you go. I don't ever want it to be like a full, like, I don't want it to be like a business transaction. I want it to just be like, Oh, I enjoy working with these people. Let's send them some music, you know? Yeah. 
so yeah that's basically uh you know if you want to check us out or anything it's uh, just soundcloud the shikara project bandcamp.com forward slash the shikara project um yeah that's nice man that's nice you got you guys are definitely uh, keeping yourselves busy that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, well, we try. Yeah, we try. And then Mike, I should probably mention, Mike also has a label as well called the Moth Club, which um I didn't know he ran that. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Learned something new today. Yeah. He keeps, <laughs> the thing is, bro, he keeps it so quiet. But like, I mean, they, they're also very steady with their releases. They have some great stuff from like Versa, Raul. Um yeah, I've known about Moth Club for years. I, I didn't I didn't know oh, good. that's who ran it though. Yeah, so that's <laughs> nice. Mike's thing. You know, it's all dub techno flavors. So we're trying to cover like every base essentially that we love. I mean, Mike is a huge dub fan, like mm-hmm. he always has been. And he's also doing a similar thing to me where he works with his friends and you know, people that he's admired for years before he before he started the imprint. So it's it again a really healthy <laughs> label, you know. So do you uh, have like any influences at the moment that you like, re- like look up to, you know, towards music? Um, I'm re- to be honest. Yeah. Like there's a lot of people in the 140 um, world, I guess you would call it that are really, you know, doing great things. I'm, I've always loved what Gloom and Fosser are doing and I believe they're Bristol boys as well. Um, I really like what hijinks is doing at the moment. Yeah. Um, the last release like, was was really good. Yeah, he you know really just consistent stuff. I think that um yeah you know it's got a little touch of the experimental in it, but it's you know it still hits. And it still has that Mr. K sound. Yeah, exactly. Like it's still you know it's still club friendly, but like it you know it, it's got a good crossover. Um, I really really like um, Marinsuki, who we've had a release from on the Shikara project. He uh he's from the uk as well from the southwest and you know he's, he's done some work with synchro and um had a little release on uh, apollo which is rns's kind of sister label okay. um dude honestly there's a ton of stuff i'm really into uh, this guy potions um who is part of the um the, the kind of collective that had charles the first on it um, okay nice lab group i think they're called yeah yeah lab um, group and yeah, and the album that I really enjoyed at the moment was um, Ross from Friends. New Ross album. from Friends is great. Yeah, the, the a, Daisies is is my favorite song on the on the new yeah. album. So <laughs> I, 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 lo- I loved it. So that was probably one of the most standout releases for me. Also, probably an honorable mention, but Kersha is just I don't know. He's not real. I don't think. <laughs> Bro, some of the shit he puts out, I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, the production quality is so high. The, it is. You know, he's putting out so much music as well as, uh, you know, as well as, as making sample packs and all this and stuff. And he has his, his, band, uh, his actually Bandcamp subscription also. Yeah. He's got a lot of unreleased stuff on there. Mate, I don't know if he ever sleeps or anything. I mean, probably not. But, you know, he must just sit in the studio 24-7. And, I don't yeah. doubt it. Yeah, so yeah, loving what he's doing always. I mean, I think it probably goes without saying, but yeah, shout out to shout out to Kersha. <laughs> Is there any uh, up and comers that you've been uh, keeping an eye out on lately? Yeah, well, I wouldn't call him maybe not an up-and-comer, but Jack Flynn Oakley is, you know, putting out consistently good stuff. Um, uh, speaking of of that artist, he's in a uh, in a group as well, right? Isn't yeah, that a, so- a blood clot? 
uh, fire, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm not sh- I'm not sure what he you know he gets up to a lot of stuff. I know he's also in a band as well. Um, he's in like a metal band, so he pretty much just his life revolves around music, I think. But he, he I see that called- he's doing mastering now. I yeah, he's doing mastering. Yeah, so yeah, Dagger Mastering is his thing now. He also has a label called Tarot Recordings, which is, again, it's like a similar thing where it's a lot of his output, but we've mm-hmm. had a, a, a little collab uh, remix thing on there. Um, yeah, there's a lot of people. There's a guy called Stone who, um, you know, makes pretty interesting dubstep that I've been following. Out in uh, um, Denver, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think this you, you've definitely heard his stuff. But yeah, off the top of my head, like yeah, that I, I mean, that's I could probably go on for hours if I uh, had a list. <laughs> had a list here, but there's a lot of people doing a lot of good stuff. So yeah, yeah, there's there's so much music going out right now, and there's so many people doing it really good. Oh, for sure, yeah, the production quality is is through the roof in in one forty at the moment. So uh, yeah, keep it coming, everyone. Really, yeah. So what do you, what do you listen to in like your spare time, like outside of electronic music? Um, I listen to a lot of it's kind of acoustic folk stuff. I like um, I, I'm I'm really into hip hop. Honestly, that was like my first thing. Um, I really really like um, you know mid to late nineties American hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, growing up, I was super into like Mob Deep and and you know the kind of darker side of of hip hop, I guess. Um, and there's a huge hip hop scene in the UK at the moment, which I've been following kind of without fail for the past, like, I guess probably 10 years now. The Blah Records guys like um, Lee Scott, Milkabelli, um, just the whole crew is doing really interesting things, I think. And um, yeah, I listen to a lot of hip hop, man, to be honest. Like, I listen to a lot of soul music as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's kind of all day. If I'm not making music, we've got something on here. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I like the like the soul music. There is a uh, there was a little quote from uh, Andre Three Thousand that he he doesn't like to listen to uh, music with lyrics because it, it clouds your thoughts. But yeah, it, well that's it. Yeah, he just wants to sit there. I mean, he had the probably one of the best pen games in the business. So maybe there's some truth in that. I do feel like you know, listening to a lot of I guess for me, listening to a lot of electronic is distracting because then you end up again trying to make something that's already been made, you know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah typically like, I actually don't even listen to electronic music too much in my spare time. I listen to like no. a lot of jam bands and jazz and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, more easy listening things. And it's stuff that you can pull uh, elements from if, if you're into sampling or anything like that, which, you know, I really am. Then it's something nice because it's like, Oh, you you put you hear a little bit of ear candy and like a soul track or a nice vocal in an R and B track, and not only are you listening to a sick tune, but you potentially line yourself up a real decent sample as well. So yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm really big into resampling, and I, and I think less people need to be less scared of using samples. Oh, 100 percent. Like, I mean. To be honest, I got a Splice subscription about a year ago, and, and unfortunately, I haven't really used it very much because what I usually do is just let Spotify run, mm-hmm. and then if something kind of like tickles my ear, I'll pull it, see if I can do anything with it. So I like sampling from music as opposed to um, from packs, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But I I do think that there's so much good quality with regards to sample packs out there. 
that I'm, I mean, saying that we're, we've actually just finished our fourth sample pack. So that's going to be going online in the next month. Oh, nice. So, actually, I have one of them. I think I have the, the, the second or yeah. third one. So, <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, we had the idea to get another one down. Um, and instead of making it a thing where we just set aside a month to just focus on the pack, what we've done is we've just been chipping away at it for the past, mm-hmm. I don't know, six months instead of one. So what we've ended up with is, in my opinion, a lot more quality sounds than the first three, um, because we've had more time to kind of do the processing, make sure the levels are great and stuff like that. The the other three were pretty raw. We kept them like that kind of intentionally because I hate samples that That are already processed. Dude, straight up. It's so pointless to me. Like you want your drums, do you want your drum samples to be dry? You want your if you're using hat loops or something like that, you don't want them to be covered in reverb or yeah. weird processing that you're not going to be, you, the point is to change it. Right. So exactly. You know, we've kept, we still keep everything dry and organic, but there's, you know, enough interesting elements in there that hopefully will inspire people. So yeah, next month that'll be going up. I think probably the start of next month. So keep an eye out for that. And is that going to be on your band camp? Mm. so it'll just be mysticstate.bandcamp.com i believe so yeah we'll probably do some kind of deal where you get you know if you buy all four of them you can get 50 percent off or something and then should be enough samples to last to the end of your life honestly (laughs) (laughs) and 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 have you guys ever thought about doing like a Bandcamp subscription or like a patreon or anything like that yeah i think we would be more inclined to do it i think if we were in the same city because mm-hmm. at the moment mike is seven hours in front of me um we get a very brief window to communicate so when i've woken up you know i wake up at eight o'clock it's already the afternoon for him yeah and he's if you know he's sending me a project or something he would have sent it and then i have to wait till the next day to speak to him so i think taking on for me with like a good patreon you want like at least two or three exclusive tunes per month yeah you know maybe some tutorials and stuff like that and with us being in separate countries and going through that process anyway it, i think it was a bit too much for us to take on um that being said we're thinking about it when when i get back to the uk we're probably going to do some kind of like production class or something like that because we've been asked a few times now and it i think you could probably make some decent money off it you know Oh, definitely. There's definitely some artists that are making a living off of it at, at the current moment. Yeah, shout out to him, isn't it? Like, I think it's great. If you're, I've, I've always felt like with, if you're if you're making music, as in particular drum, bass and dubstep, like you've got to find other side hustles that are going to keep you afloat, you know? Definitely. And whether that's, yeah, whether that's mixing and mastering, which is what I do, or whether it's, you know, running a label or whether it's doing Patreon, you got to do what you got to do, especially when there's no fucking shows, you know, like you have to adapt. And so yeah. many people, like, like you were saying with Kersher and hieroglyphics as well. And, and the Turnian sound guys, I think are doing pretty well off there. So, yeah. So with you and, and Mike being so far away from each other, how do you guys work on music? So what we do is we're both on Ableton. Um, so he will either, you know, we send the project back and forth or we send the stems. Mm-hmm. Um, I find stems easier because then nothing can really go wrong. There won't be anything missing or yeah. there won't be a, a plug-in that one of us has that the other one doesn't. So what we typically do is um, he will typically, or, you know, one of us will typically start something, get like, you know, 32 bars of decent content down. Mm-hmm. 
send it over. It's usually him that sends it over to me. And then I turn it into, you know, more of a fortune, send it back to him. Then he'll send it back once more. And then I mix, like I do the mixing process at the end. So it honestly is the way I was a bit worried, honestly, when I moved away that it was going to become difficult. But I think we've, we've got more done than we used to when we were in the studio in person. Nice. You know, whether that's because we're a bit older and we're a little bit more organized or whether because we know the schedule now, like I'll wake up and maybe I'll have something from him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it, and we've got we, we, we've got a little Google Doc where we know which person has which tune and <laughs> nice. you know, whether they whether it's time for them to send it back. And, and it works. But I am looking forward to hanging out in real life and, and you know, having a beer at the studio and and seeing what happens, you know. Awesome, man. So uh, before we go, um, is so where can uh, people like check out your music and everything? Um, to be honest, pretty much anywhere. Spotify, Mystic State. Um, we've got um, a band camp for the Shakara Project. Um, we've got a band camp for ourselves. We've got SoundCloud, even though it's a very dead platform at the moment. If you still use SoundCloud, we are on there, Mystic State. Um I think, I mean, we're on Instagram, at Mystic State. <laughs> yeah, there's no no trickery here. It's all just type in Mystic State and you'll find <laughs> it. You're going to find something, all right? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> man. Or, Was there anything bad. that you want to say before we go? No, I think that's about it, man. Yeah, I think that's about it. Thank you and enjoy the mix. And yeah, I hope there's uh, some stuff in there that everyone likes. Awesome, brother. Well, I really appreciate you, you know, letting me take a little bit of your time. Not a problem at all, mate. Awesome, my man. Well, you have a great rest of your day. Yeah, cheers. Take it steady.